Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 10, 10, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show this half hour just for you guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this Monday, April 10th. We love the check-ins. You can always call us or text us at 702-364-9400. You can also tweet us at Mercedes in the AM and we are back live. We were off last week. We had our little spring break. So back live in the studio. We missed you guys. How you doing this morning? Not bad. It's it's very nice to be back here. I miss, uh, miss doing this. Miss you. Miss Steph. How was your time off? How was your Easter weekend? Lots to catch up over over the past week. Yeah, there's I, I feel like I, I can't fit it all in one break, <laughs> yeah. but it was very nice. It was uh, we did a lot of traveling. Uh, got back in town last night about 630 at night and um, basically spent all um, all of our day in a gym and at the airport and on a plane. So we didn't really get to, you know, celebrate Easter or anything. And we got in last night and my husband's like, we should go out to dinner. I'm like, it's 630. By the time we all change and go, it's going to be like 730. He's like, I know, but we need to do something for Easter. So we all changed, got dressed, left our suitcases there in the kitchen and we went out to dinner. But when we get there, none of us are hungry. We're like, (laughs) so I ended up getting a shrimp cocktail and a salad. My husband got soup, and so did one of my daughters. And then my other daughter got some macaroni and cheese. And we're like, "This is this is our Easter dinner. Here we go." So, but it was nice because we were all together. How about you? It was uh, Easter weekend was was super nice. Did a hop and shop on Saturday. That was our annual event, and I, I think it was our biggest crowd ever. It was the weather was perfect on Saturday. It was gorgeous weather here uh, in Las Vegas on Saturday. So it was a huge crowd out there. I was with the one to three year olds and adorable one to three year olds. So cute seeing those kids out there gathering their eggs out there on Saturday. 10 to 1, I was out there. I was I was so tired after that. I think it was just being outside in the heat for the first time in a long time and, and just uh, dealing with so many people. It was, it was a blast. But we was tired on Saturday night. Laura was out of town. She got back out of town on Saturday night. So we went out to the barn to see the horses on Saturday. And then our Easter was very low-key, kind of just like a regular Sunday for us. We made dinner last night. Just uh, We went for a walk after dinner with the, with the nice weather. It was uh, an enjoyable weekend on my end. It was uh, just crazy to think it was freezing last week. And then right. we get back in town last night. I've got my North Face jacket on. I walk outside. I'm like, what?
what the? This is it's hot. What's happening here? But yeah, that's uh, that's Vegas weather, and it's just going to get warmer and warmer. I think we're finally getting into those warm months. It was a it was a long cold spell, but now we're back. And uh, no jacket this morning. Where were you this weekend that you were wearing jackets? It was really cold this weekend. In Chicago. Guys... Oh my gosh! Yeah, it wasn't freezing though. Uh-huh. It got nice. Um, it was it was cold when we got there, and it got cold when the sun went down. And then um, once once it was up, it was just cool. It wasn't cold, mm-hmm. but I'm always running cold, so I have to have a jacket with me pretty much all the time. Um, so I just on the plane I get cold. I was wearing it, and yeah, it was. Uh, when we left there, though, I think it was similar to here. It was like 72, 75. It was really nice there. So it just seems like finally spring is here, and in our case, summer is here. Almost. I know. We just jumped right into that. Yeah, I think our last show was what a week ago. I think yeah, it was that cold weather, rainy and cold, and here we are now. And back as a cut right could. Record uh, temperature today is 91 degrees. We might, we, there's a chance we might have a record high today. It's going to be a nice one. So keep that in mind. And we are just so excited to be back. We've got so much to catch up on. So keep it here. Let's get the show started, though, with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana? in Black by Will Smith. Or do you want to hear these words by Natasha Bedingfield? Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. Call us, text us, 702-364-9400. Vote on our Facebook page or tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. We are breaking records in the box office and the charts. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana is the pre-show. You pick them. You choose the music. You pick it. We play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. You pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The Super Mario Brothers movie had the biggest global box office opening of all time for an animated film. It made $377 million worldwide in ticket sales. The breakdown, it made $204 million here in the States and then globally $173 million. It's also the biggest opening of 2023 so far and the top opening for a video game adaptation. My daughter saw it. She said it was cheesy. Really? Yeah. Uh, Sophia Brooklyn. Brooklyn. She's like, that was just so... She goes, What did she say? It was so bad that it was funny, it was the direct quote. So Yes, I love that. I don't know. She's like, it was bad, but we laughed because it was so bad. I'm like, wow. And I go, well, it was. it's like a kid's movie. You can't be too hard on it, you know? Can Brooklyn be our movie reviewer for the summer once school gets out and go see some of these big blockbusters that everyone's just raving about? Maybe she should do another Brooklyn theater like she did back in the day. Oh, those are so much fun. Uh, did you guys go see Air this weekend, the other big movie? No, we're... 
we're going to go see that, though. That is definitely on the to-do list. My husband really wants to see it. Yeah, that looks fantastic. That took in $14.5 million. Steph, you saw the premiere of Air. How, how was the movie? It was so good. Oh, I thought of, I actually thought of both of you watching the movie. There's a great 80s soundtrack that I was like, oh, JC would love it. And then, of course, Mercedes and your husband, because you guys love sneakers. It is so, so good. You guys both have to see it. I definitely want to check it out. I heard it was an inspiring story to see. Now, this happened last week, but um, Jimin from BTS is the first South Korean solo artist to debut at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for his song, Like Crazy. That was such a cool thing to see. I mean, he... uh, I know ARMY was just hoping he would get in the, you know, Hot 100. And then he was at number one. Everyone was like, huh? This is amazing. You posted on your story, and that's how I first saw it last week. I, I, I sent Mercedes. I legitimately let out like an audible gasp. Like, <gasps> I got excited when I saw that. I know. I hope he, he continues the run. We'll find out today. Yeah, exactly. So there were five versions of the song released. Jimin makes history as the first soloist to score a solo Hot 100 debut, breaking out of a group that has also debuted at number one in the charts. So BTS debuted at number one, and he's the first ever to break out of a band that had a number one song and have a number one song be his first song. It sounds confusing, but I do understand yeah. what you're saying. I swear to God, I read <laughs> it eight, very, ten times. Like, it's what very confusing, but I totally get it. <laughs> the sales sum for Like Crazy is the highest in a single week since Taylor Swift's Antihero back in uh, November of 2022. She had seven remixes that came out that week for that song. But just, yeah, like you said, we'll find out later on today if he's still number one. But based on the way things were last week, I think it's safe to say he'll be number one again. Yeah, I hope so. Fingers crossed. And I hope uh, more radio stations start playing him. Because you know if that song was by Harry Styles or Ed Sheeran, it would be playing right now. We're not playing it? No. And it's just, it's really frustrating because I think that there's just like this stigma with, well, it's K-pop. and If it's a good song, it's a good song. Who cares who it's by? Like, wait, I don't like K-pop. Well, you don't. Do you know who this artist is? Like, maybe it is Harry Styles. Then you like it. But if it's Jimmy and you don't like it, it's just, it's such, it's so hypocritical. I can't stand it. It is a great sounding song. And then for those of you who are like, well, I don't understand Korean. There's an English version. All English. (laughs) So you're good. You're good. But hey. It's too early for me to go on rants. It's good. It gets the blood flowing early. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1814. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning, and welcome to the show. It is Monday, April 10th, 601. So happy to be with you guys. We are back. We were off last week. We had our spring break, and you had a nice one. Did you uh, do anything fun? Uh, I was here in town, so did some car stuff. I did a couple dinners with friends, which was really nice. I still had the TV show last week, so I got to sleep in in the morning, which was nice, and then TV in the afternoon, and it was just a relaxing week. Didn't go out of town or anything, but overall, just felt relaxed last week. Well, that's good. I mean, you deserve uh, some relaxation. Don't we all? Don't we all? (laughs) Oh, my friend, you were all over the place. You started in one trip and ended with another trip. Yeah, we went to Atlanta 
uh, at the beginning of our spring break, and that was because my daughter had a volleyball tournament there. And then we came here, and we were here for a couple of days, and then we went to Chicago for another volleyball tournament. So it was a lot of traveling, a lot of volleyball, and it was fun. I really enjoy watching her play. Um, she has improved like tremendously. She's so good. Like I think she... I I played volleyball and I think she has far surpassed me in what my skills were when mm-hmm. I played and I just uh it was really fun to to watch the girls and how they did and so yeah we we were traveling a lot it's funny because when we were on our way to Atlanta we got on the plane and um my husband goes did you see that guy because we were walking through first class to get to our seats. We were back in economy plus. So my husband taps me on the shoulder. He goes, did you see that guy? And I was like, uh, no, who? She goes, he goes, the guy with the mask on. And I'm like, well, a lot of people are wearing masks. I, he goes, I swear, I swear that it was Nelly. And I'm like, Nelly who? He's like, Nelly, Nelly. It's getting hot I made eye contact with him, and then as soon as he made eye contact with me, he turned his head like, oh no, this guy recognizes me. (laughs) I'm like, no way. I'm not going to go bother Nelly, but I just thought that was so cool. I'm like, maybe I'll catch a glimpse of him when we get off the plane. But then as we're flying to Atlanta, I'm like, Nelly's not going to Atlanta. He's, you know... He's he's not from Atlanta. He's not going there. And so I'd start doing some investigating. And I'm looking at his Instagram. He didn't have anything on his stories. I was like, on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting first class, flying to Atlanta. I'm like, hmm. So I kept an eye on it. And the next day, I see he's got some stories up. And I'm like, let's see what we got here. Open it up. And it's new edition. He's at a new edition concert. So what do I do? I go to new edition's website to see if they were in concert in Atlanta that night. And lo and behold, they were. So it was Nelly on our flight and he went to go see new edition. (laughs) (laughs) I did some investigative work and it was definitely him. (laughs) First class Nelly, right? You said first class. He was first class. We were back with the not first class people. (laughs) (laughs) They still still shut the curtain for first class? Yeah, but now the curtain is see-through. I don't know if it was see-through before, but it's like a mesh. So you can still see what's going on. It's more of like a barrier, like do not cross here. It's like border control. And so you're not allowed to go in that area to use a bathroom or anything. You have your own bathroom back in the economy section. And uh, so I could still see them serving them champagne and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, Coke Zero, please. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you not, if the curtain shut, you can't walk through that first class Mm-mm. to use that bathroom? That's a rule? Like, this is... No trespassing allowed. I thought it was just, like you said, just a kind of a little bit of divider. But if you need to use the restroom, you certainly can walk through first class to use that bathroom. It was specifically put there. They say in the whole announcements when they're getting ready to go, they're like, please use the bathroom in your designated cabin. Oh. Which means uh, don't come into first class and use our bathroom. Did you think about at some point walking up to Nellie and, and, and asking for a picture of waking up Nellie if he's sleeping? I wouldn't do that. I, I don't think I would ever do that. But... 
It was tempting. I just wanted to see him for myself because I didn't pay attention uh. when I went in before. But I just thought, oh, wow, this is cool. Nelly is flying, you know, commercial. Uh, yes, he's in first class. As he should be. He's Nelly, after all. So I just thought that was really cool. Nelly, what was Nelly doing in Vegas? Did you do backstory that? Why was he in town? Good Vegas question. to Atlanta. What brought Nelly? We need to go back even on, on Nelly's travels. What brought Nelly to Las Vegas to go from Las Vegas to Atlanta? Unless it was a stopover from L.A. Yeah. I uh, I, I have no idea. I didn't. There was no story, so I had no backstory on that. If anyone knows what Nelly was doing, please let us know. <laughs> we need more backstory on Nelly. That's funny seeing a celebrity in a plane. Yeah, I I, I was all geeked out about it. Now, coming up on today's show, we have tickets for you to go see Sam Hunt. We have them in the 8 o'clock hour when you win Heads Up. In about 15 minutes, that early edition of Heads Up, tickets to go see Rob Lowe. Also this morning, it's Monday, so it's Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. If you can identify a song faster than Mercedes, you'll get a $600 diamond pendant from Michael Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers, and that takes place at 7 o'clock. And up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? Taylor Swift reportedly has a new blank space. James Corden announces one of his last carpool karaoke guests before he leaves the Late Late Show. And how about a staple food from your childhood reinvented for a more sophisticated palate? That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Taylor Swift is trending this morning. Entertainment Tonight. They're reporting that the singer and her boyfriend of six years, Joe Alwyn, have broken up. They say that the split was amicable and not dramatic at all. Their sources say that the relationship had basically run its course. Now, Taylor's on her Eras tour right now, and she's going to be performing in Tampa, Florida this weekend. She had this uh, previous weekend off, and fans think that she has been dropping hints about the breakup during the shows. Like when she recently switched out her song Invisible String for the one on her set list. Now, the one is a song about a past relationship where she thought she was with the one. But it turns out she wasn't. So there's that. Ooh. Yeah. And then also at a recent tour date, she appeared to be crying during the song Champagne Problems. So it sounds like it's over between the two of them, which, you know, there's if they're still friends and, you know, it's all good, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I saw some people saying, oh, here comes her next album. She's got material for next album. We don't know what the breakup was like. Like you said, they could just be friends and they grew apart and then their love just faded away. But I felt like we didn't hear too much about them when they were together. She was able to keep that relationship under wraps, unless I'm just not paying close enough attention. But I felt like we didn't hear too much about the guy, even when things were hot and heavy between the two. I think that was by design, just mm -hmm. because, you know, of the past and how people really exploit her relationships and, and say things like that. Like, oh boy, no, she's going to write. But nobody does that when a male singer breaks up with someone. Oh boy, no, wait till we... It's like, <laughs> I, why is it... Why is there such a double standard? It's kind of ridiculous. And she even says that. Like, there's always a double standard. If I do something, they don't ask the male artists about this. And, and she has a point. My sister got tickets to go see uh, Taylor Swift when she comes to the Philadelphia area. I think they're at this what are the, the um, Lincoln Financial Field there. And I sent her a note when I found out saying, oh, you know, Mercedes went both nights. She loved it. And I'm waiting for the response of her about what she's going to wear, what era she's going to wear. Yeah, she's got to dress up as an era. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's the thing. Everyone's dressed up. It's really cool. I felt so informed when I asked her that question, too. I'm like, what era are you dressing up as? <laughs> I felt like, yeah, I am in the know now. Yeah, exactly. Also trending this morning is James Corden and Blackpink. 
He's stepping down as the host of The Late Late Show, and he has lined up one of the biggest girl groups in the world to be featured for his final three carpool karaoke segments. Hit you with that, do-do, do-do. And yes, it is Blackpink. They will be one of those guests in one of the late night show's final 12 episodes. The K-pop girl group has appeared on his show previously in 2019. I'm excited to find out who the other two acts are going to be. No word on that yet, but his final episode is coming up. It's on April 27th. Any word on who is replacing him? I haven't heard anything of who's going to step in and, and take his spot, or is the show just going to go away completely? I have no idea. I haven't heard anything on that, on who the last few guests are going to be, who his very last guest is going to be. I'm guessing in the you know coming weeks, we're going to hear a lot about that, but he is saying goodbye, and his final episode is April 27th. And then finally this morning, SpaghettiOs are trending. So Campbell's is teaming up with the makers of Frank's Red Hot, and they're going to start selling spicy SpaghettiOs. Basically, it's your normal SpaghettiOs with hot sauce mixed in. And their target market is not kids, though. It's adults, specifically millennials who grew up eating SpaghettiOs, but now have a quote-unquote more sophisticated palate. Because <laughs> when I think of a more sophisticated palate, I think of Frank's Red Hot Sauce. Yeah. <laughs> um, according to their press release, millennials buy over a third of the SpaghettiOs sold each year, and almost half of adults 35 and under who still eat them say they have canned pasta at least once a week. Now, the spicy version hits store shelves nationwide this month, and that is what's trending. Here we go. It's time to win on this Monday morning. We want caller 20. Our phone number 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up for a great prize. We are getting you a pair of tickets to check out Rob Lowe. Yes, Rob Lowe, the actor. He is taking his highly acclaimed one-man show, Stories I Only Tell My Friends Live, back to Las Vegas over at the Venetian. And that is happening June 9th and 10th. It is gotten such rave reviews and if you want to go just be caller 20 right now you get to pick your category and your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you will win caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 it's time for heads up with mercedes in the morning on mix nutty 4.1 hey jan good morning how are you Good morning. I'm good. Thank you. You are caller 20. You're playing heads up. We're going to get you these tickets right. for Rob Lowe stories. I only tell my friends live at the Venetian. We have five categories for you. Do you want to go with Easter Bunny? Welcome to the jungle. Hole in one. Animal lovers or only child. Um, animal lover. Animal lovers. All right. National Pet Day is tomorrow. So these are all different types of pets. Okay. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, Linda, you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Jan, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Rob Lowe. You start now. This pet meows. Um, cat. Yes. Um, this one, like, Polly want a cracker. Uh, it, it's very colorful. Carrot. Yes. Uh, they, these run on a wheel in a little, um, like, tr- tr- hamster. Yes. This, um, slithers and it, um, Snake. yes. This barks. 
Dog. Yes. Um, this is like a, a, a reptile, and they are kind of like sp- spiky. They're kind of spiky, um, bigger than a lizard. Um, uh, uh, you know what? Let's, no, let's pass. Um, this is, it, it's in a tank, and it swims. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yes. It was a guana, Jan. I don't know. I said a gecko, which is smaller than a lizard. Oh, that's all right. We got it anyway. Congratulations. All right. Thank you. Yeah, Jan, you're all set. Tickets to Rob Lowe. Stories only uh, only tell my friends live that's happening at the Summit Showroom at the Venetian. We'll have these tickets all week long with the early edition of Heads Up. And then up next on the show, 7 o'clock, it's Beat Mercedes. Can you identify a song faster than Mercedes? If you can, you'll get a $600 diamond pendant from Michael Mendon Diamond Jewelers. It is 636. If you ever want to get in touch with us, you can call us or text us. Our number is 702-364-9400. We're also on social media, and we're going to be live streaming the next hour from 7 to 8 with our 7 a.m. social. So make sure you join us either on Facebook or on our YouTube channel. You see what happens on the air and off the air, and that's coming up in just about 24 minutes. Exactly 24 minutes. Oh, that's before on time. Well, this is true. This is true. <laughs> uh, I did so over the weekend, uh, two Saturdays ago. We went out to dinner with some friends. We went out to dinner with, with with two other couples. And tell me if I was being rude because we got to this restaurant and I, I just the way service was moving and where they sat us. They sat us by a door that was open. My wife was cold. We asked to move tables. They couldn't. I just felt like we were entering the, the twilight zone of slow service, maybe bad service. So we got there and they're actually really quick coming to the table and taking. Taking our, our drink orders and they took our drink orders and then 15 minutes went by until they finally brought our drinks out and they brought the drinks out and they gave them to everyone at the table and and they forgot mine I'm like oh i ordered a glass of wine she's like oh you did oh my gosh i'm so sorry and she comes back almost like another five minutes later with the, with the glass of wine and at that point i'm like oh my god I, I just got very frustrated and i sent it back and i said to her i said you know what it took too long i'm past the point of wanting this uh i'll pass on this thank you and she looked at me like huh uh Okay. And she took the glass of wine back. And after she did that, my wife looked at me, Laura, looks at me, she goes, that was so rude. Was that rude? Yes. Was it really? Yes. After waiting 15, almost 20 minutes for my glass of wine, when it finally arrived, I said, you know what? I changed my mind. Why were you, what were you trying to prove? I, I truly did change my mind. Because in my mind, if you order drinks, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes max to get your drink. At that point, we're 20 minutes into the evening. You know what? I can probably go without the wine. And so I sent it back. Well, the, uh, there's two trains of thought yeah. that I have here. One is you can't do that with a meal. If you order a meal, you you take it. I, I mean, I order a steak and then halfway through and they bring in. I'm like, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> take it back. I think, uh, you, it, I think it's, food it, it's rude. <laughs> That's rude. You ordered it. And second of all, it might not have been this poor server's fault. So they have to go to a bar. And the bartenders will get backed up and they are trying their best to get all like drink orders from 10 servers out. And it just can't come like in 60 seconds all the time. If there's uh, I'm, you said it was a Saturday night, I'm guessing there was a lot of people ordering drinks. So it, it wasn't necessarily her fault. Maybe just the bartender got backed up and that's what happened. Oh, I wasn't blamed. I didn't say this is your fault. To me, 15 minutes is a long time to get drinks. Don't you think 15 minutes to get drinks at a restaurant is a long time? Yes, I do. But I also think that it's a Saturday night and I'm going to kind of understand like uh, it's 
they're probably bit really busy. That bartender's probably really backed up right now. And then so they brought the, all the drinks to it. Then they forgot mine. And then it was another five minutes to come back. And at that point, I'm 20 minutes into our dinner with hanging out and talking to my friends. And I'm thinking, I'm past the point of wanting a glass of wine. To me, I'm like, I, we're 20 minutes in. I don't want the wine anymore. Thank you, I'll pass. So she took it back. And Laura's with you. She's like, that was so rude. Like, yes. I don't want the glass of wine at this point. We're 20 minutes into our sitting down, waiting for food and everything else. I'm past the point of wanting a glass of wine. So I sent it back. I, uh, I I think that if you maybe would have known, okay, at 15 minutes, I'm I'm good when they forgot it. You should have said it right then and there. You know what? Don't worry about it. So now they took the wine and they poured it in a glass and they brought it out and I don't want it. Well, now they have to dump that wine because you were mad about that. You know what I mean? I do, but I don't as well because I I'll, I would do it again too because almost 20 minutes they brought everyone else. And they, I'm like, ah, she, oh, did you order a glass of wine? I did. Yeah. Another five minutes. Like, you know what? We're tw- now 20 minutes in. Thank you. No, I'll pass on this. <sighs> Sorry if I was rude. She was uh, she was telling all her coworkers about how rude you were. Now <laughs> this no, guy's still... a Kyle over here, and like I I didn't get my drink. I I don't want it now. I still cross was... my arms. I don't want. It. <laughs> I'm not gonna drink your wine. <laughs> Steph, do you think he was rude on that, or do you think that that was uh, that was understandable? I think you're understandable, JC, at the fact that like there's a certain point where you're just over the wine. If I was you, though. I would have just kept the wine and acted like, oh, everything's great. I'll I'll drink it, even though you'll probably leave it there afterwards. It's a full cup. I just think that the the action and the reaction might have been rude, but your feeling is understandable. Because I see my other three friends are already drinking. They're done with their first glass. But then at the same time, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be rude and send it back. I didn't think that that was great on your part. She did, when I said, I, I said, I'll, I'll pass on the wine. I should be like, huh? Uh, okay. She chugs it. She's like, I'm gonna need it with this table right here. This guy. I'm still charging you for it. <laughs> I should have looked to see if they charge us for they it. They may have. They may have. Yeah. Um. Someone just texted. They said that's not rude. I'm with you, JC. I did the same thing over the weekend with a beer. We were about 20 minutes in when it finally came out. It wasn't even the correct beer. Well, now you're justified. If if it's wrong, yeah, send it back. It's wrong. And you know what? Now it's been 20 minutes. I'm good. So they have to send the wrong thing back, but it was right. You're just like, I changed my mind. I did, too. And it was one of these things where like, going in the evening, I'm like, do I want to have a glass of wine? I don't know. I don't really need the glass of wine. And they ordered it. And as the 20 minutes goes on, I'm thinking, I, I can get through this meal without a glass of wine. I don't need it. And if it, if it only came within five minutes, I would have took it. Ten minutes? Sure. The initial 15? Probably. But the fact that I was left out another five minutes, 20 minutes? Uh-uh. I don't need no then wine. Then why didn't you tell her when you were left out? Just forget it. Why'd you let her go back and get a glass? I, you know, I, I don't know. I was just the thought process of like, okay, here. And then she, another five minutes goes by. I'm like, at this point, forget it. We're 20 minutes in. Ay, ay, ay. Still, t- I still took care of the t- took care of the lady. She was very nice, but yeah, <laughs> she she was talking about you in the back. Laura looked at me. She's like, "Stop it!" I'm like, "What? I don't want the wine now." Like, You're being rude. I agree with Laura. I think you were too rude. Oh. I, I feel bad for that girl. She was just like, oh, "Okay, I'll take it back." <laughs> Who wants this wine? I'm gonna charge the guy anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, free glass of wine. Let's oh. all share it. Hot threes up next. What do you got for us? All right, this is the hot new job skill to have. Do you have it? We'll tell you what it is. Also, how quickly do you make a first impression on someone? It may be quicker than you think. And women are more likely to wish they could get one of these. But the thing is, men get it more often. What is it? We'll tell you coming up next in the Hot 3. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Here is something that you might want to put on your resume if you are looking to get a job and you want to get hired. The hot new job skill to have is knowing how to use chat GPT. <laughs> yeah, that's the big thing right now. The website ResumeBuilder.com polled a thousand bosses and found that it is the new in-demand skill that companies are looking for. 90% said having experience with it is a plus and could up your chances of landing a job. 49% even said their company has already used it in one way or another, like to write stuff or to help with customer support. Resume Builder also found hundreds of job listings on ZipRecruiter that mention chat GPT. Most of the jobs are in tech and copywriting and social media roles, but there it, it's in demand. The good news is chat GPT only launched five months ago and no one has a ton of experience with it yet. So start playing around with the free version online. If you haven't already, watch a few videos to see how it works. And when you're comfortable with it, add it to your list of job skills. Even just showing that you're on board and enthusiastic about it might give you a leg up. It's amazing the stuff that you can come up with and the stuff it can do. And if you have if you have to write something and you have writer's block or just can't think of a you know a little nugget to to spark things, it's fan- I use it a lot now. I, I signed up for the free version, and it's fan- I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it can do everything. I mean, I got I, I used it to create uh, vacation itineraries, um, saying give me the top ten places to visit in this city, and uh-huh. it just makes I and I'm like, please put it in a chart for puts it in chart form how long it would take to uh, get to those places from where my starting point is you can do a whole itinerary on it it's it's insane how how smart it is it's, it's yeah. super smart and the, the, you said the free version chat bt yeah sign up and mess around they'd be surprised the stuff that it does it really blows your mind also this morning they say you never get a second chance to make a first impression but 
you only have a few seconds to make that impression. A new survey has found that the average person makes a first impression in just 27 seconds after meeting someone. About one in three people usually make first impressions in under 10 seconds. So what can you tell about someone in just a few seconds? Well, you obviously notice their appearance. Um, You might notice if they're smiling or not, their manners. Do they make eye contact? Are they punctual? Um, Do they talk or are they quiet? Do they dress well? If you're interacting with a stranger, a first impression may be your only impression. But there are times when it's more impactful, like a job interview or a date or meeting someone important in a family or friend's life. Um, But keep in mind that no one makes a good impression 100% of the time. In the survey, the average person said they think they make a good impression 45% of the time. I, that's like if you uh, you ever notice when you go to the grocery store somewhere and you're maybe not dressed, your pajamas on or something or ratty clothes from the gym, you're guaranteed to see someone. Uh, yeah, that always happens. And, and you you can't avoid it. I just purposely do it expecting to see someone. <laughs> but the, it's it's so true because like I think I make a bad first impression a lot of times. And it's because I get shy around new people that I don't know. And that might come across as being closed off or not wanting to interact. And I do like, I'm literally sitting there like, "Ah, I want to talk to you, but I'm too shy to to start the conversation. So I just sit there and I don't do anything. And then people probably think, Oh, she thinks she, she's too good for me to talk to me. And it's like, no, I want to talk to you. Will you go first, please? (laughs) You know, is this like at a party or something? Cause when I see like the listener shows up to the radio station meeting for the first time, you're hugging, you're shaking hands. You're very interactive with them. Very nice with everyone. Is this more like a social setting where you walk in, maybe, you know, you know, one person there, but you don't know everyone else at the party and you're afraid to jump in the pool. I think it's uh, it's just like when people come here, I am nice because they they usually initiate like hi and then i'm like oh hi you know they Mm -hmm. say it first um it was funny because we were in chicago last week and we're walking to dinner and we're literally on a street in chicago like whacker and state or something like that and we're waiting to cross the street and i hear someone behind me go mercedes and i'm like i turn around and I, i see this woman i've never seen before and i'm like yes she goes, I listen to your station. I'm like, what? And she she goes, I recognized Matt. And then your daughter's and I looked and it was you. And I'm like, what? what is your name? And she, she told me her name and she lives in Washington and she was visiting Chicago, but she listens to us online. No and I'm like, whoa. But after that, we were like best friends because she made the first move. Like she said something first and then I was like oh my gosh and then we had the best conversation but I I'm too shy to start the conversation with someone I don't know like if you maybe or you because you you didn't know this lady so no. obviously she had to start the conversation you wouldn't walk up to her because you had no idea where she was but if you're in a line in Starbucks in Chicago and there's like three people in front of you like I think that might be my neighbor would you start that conversation no, no? I would try to make eye contact with yeah. them so they started it but I would or like uh yeah I was with these volleyball parents all weekend and this is like our first long trip away and we're in Atlanta and they're all they all like know each other and talk and I don't really know them. So I just kind of sat away and I probably looked like I didn't want to sit with them, but I was just too nervous to come and 
join their group and finally matt did it so i tagged along and then he's all talking with them and i'm just sitting there like shy and uh one of them starts talking to me and then i'm like oh hi ah." (laughs) i'm like thank you i need to work on that so it just needs the key to unlock the door to release you exactly all right finally this morning do you ever look forward to a day that is completely empty on the calendar like you have nothing planned you don't have to wake up at a certain time you don't have to be anywhere and then once it arrives, you're like, wow, I wish I had something to do on board. <laughs> a new poll asks people, how often do you spend an entire day staying home and doing nothing? No chores, no work, no obligations. And 10% of people say they get those days every day. Another 21% say they get them a few times a week. And 25% say it's more like a few times a month. That poor 12% said that it's a few times a year, but 17% of people say they never get those days. And that group includes 15% of men, but 20% of women. And they want more of those days. Women are more likely to wish they could spend a day doing nothing, but men get those days more often. Um, women in Gen X are the least likely to get totally free days from time to time. So maybe that's why they're so excited about them. When's the last time you had one of those where it's just completely no, no kids sports, no work obligations, just you to do whatever you please. Um, I, if you look at my calendar, there's something on every single day. Last week, I thought when we got back in town, um, for a few days that I would have that. But then I had stuff to do every day. I had to come back in here to do something. Mm-hmm. I had to go to, to appointments. So, yeah, it's been a while. I don't know. How about you? Um, same thing. Like, going into last week, uh, we had off all last week and no radio show. I'm like, cool, I have some time to do some things. But ended up doing the TV show every single day. Uh, some other car stuff I did every single day. So there was not one day where there was completely a day to just not do anything. But you like that. You like to do stuff every day, right? You're, you're. Oh no, I would love to have a day to do nothing. Oh well, I, I thought you were. You, you said once. So like, I love work. What did you? Maybe it wasn't you. Oh I think, no, I, I, think I don't. Some, yeah, I enjoy my work and everything. But trust me, think you know, people change over time and everything. And I, I would truly enjoy to have a day completely to wake up and like have zero responsibility. That'd be fantastic. You got to learn the power of the word no. <laughs> right. People say, hey, can you do this? No. No, I need a day to myself. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right, let's go to this. It's Monday morning, so it's time to win. This is awesome. It's time for Beat Mercedes on Minden Monday. Your chance to win a $600 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. If there was a week to play, it would be this week. I am rusty. I am jet lagged. I am confused. <laughs> this is the time to play against me because I think you are at a distinct advantage. Can you guess a song faster than I can? Well, give it a try. Caller 20, you get to go up against me for Beat Mercedes and possibly win the $600 diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. And we also always do our uh, practice round with Steph. So you ready, Steph? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I think I'm with you. I'm a little oh. getting back in the groove of things. I, I predict right now she's going to beat me this week. No. I just predict it. But oh, And you guys can do your thing and let me know when you're ready for me. All right. This is a great example, too, to see how the game works. So Caller 20, a dial up right now at 702 Six four ninety four hundred. Steph, are you ready? I think so. All right, so I'll start the song. As soon as you know it, just shout out, got it. And as soon as you say got it, I stop the clock. And once we stop the clock, you've got five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title. Okay. Now, the song can go a max of 20 seconds, and then it automatically stops, and you have to give us something. Okay. Are right, you ready? I'm nervous today. I don't know why. Let's do it. I know. It's been a, it's been, it's been a minute it since has, we did this. It has. It has. Uh, all right. Song starts now. 
Got it. Right. Oh my gosh, that was a long time. It um, was, so 6.8 seconds. Mumford and Sons. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm blanking on the name of the title. Gotta give us something. Make up know. something. Make up something. Um, Monday morning. Not it. <laughs> Darn it. I will wait. That's right. That's right. I will wait. Oh, she's going to get it. And she's going to be faster than me. Hey, do me a favor. You text the song that's for the actual contest. Yes. I, for, I forget which one we're doing. Yeah, of okay. course. All right. Uh, let's bring in Mercedes over here. Bring in Mercedes for the, uh, see if she can uh, go Hello. faster than Steph. Hi. Hi. All right. So I'll start the song. As soon as you know it, you shout out, got it. And I'll stop the clock. Okay. I just know I'm going to lose today. I just change this. It. I don't like this. I don't I, like this I, mindset. Uh, okay. Change it. You're going to get this. You're going to get right. this. Ready? Yes. Here we go. Got it. I will wait by Mumford and Sons. You are correct. And you did it in 1.2 seconds. Steph was faster. Quite the opposite. Steph went 6.8 seconds. She stopped it. She knew the artist, didn't know the title of the song. So you beat her. Oh, oh well, yay. Yay! <laughs> I want something. You did. I don't know. Um, that's longer than I usually take. What'd you say? One point one point one point two. Oh, one point two. Oh, okay, maybe not. But uh, do you want to get give it a go? Do you want to win a six hundred dollar diamond pendant from Michael E. Minute Diamond Jewelers? Caller twenty. You're facing me with Beat Mercedes seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. It is time to beat Mercedes and win a $600 diamond pendant courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. And we have our contestant on the line, Karen. Good morning. Good morning. How are you on guessing I'm these great. songs? How are you? Oh, oh yeah. Good. I, I'm glad you're great. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. How are you on guessing songs? I'm not that great. I'm very slow. Well, so this is I do good. No, this is the day to play me. I like I said, I'm kind of uh, tired this morning. I'm a little jet lag. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the studio right now, and uh, JC is going to give you a shot at this. Okay, are you all set? Okay, set. All right, right see you guys in a little Mercedes bit. Mercedes is stepping away. I'll turn off her microphone, turn this off, bring in staff. Karen, how was your weekend? It was good. Do anything exciting? Relaxing. Relaxing. That's nice. That's nice. Okay, so you know how the game works, right? We're going we're gonna to start a song. As soon as you know it, you shout out, got it. And we'll stop the clock yes. immediately. You have five seconds to correctly give us artist and title, okay? Okay, got it. It'll go, uh, it'll go a max of 20 seconds. If we hit the 20-second mark, the song automatically start, uh, stops. So I'm going to give you um, some sample audio. Um, so here, uh, you're going to hear Nelly coming down the phone line. Let me know you can hear this. Can you hear the music playing? Karen? Yeah. Can you hear Nelly playing? Yeah, I do. Okay, just want to make sure everything works. So, Steph, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. So, the next song you hear, Karen, will be the actual contest. You ready? Ready. All right, it starts now. That's 20 seconds with stops on. Oh, my God. I don't got it. Okay. It was uh, it was Jewel. You were meant for me. Oh, my God. 
Hold on one second, okay? It was one of her okay. number one songs back in uh, back in the nineties. So staff's gonna go get Mercedes. We'll bring her in here. Turn this back on. Get things all situated. She's sitting down. She's putting her headphones yeah. on. Oh, she looks ready. Yeah, she does. She looks awesome. She does. Hello. Hey, you look ready to go. <laughs> Don't be discounting anything. You say that. I was out there just like pacing. I'm like, <laughs> I can do this. Trying to give myself she a pep talk. She looked a little nervous. <laughs> we should have a camera out there to see you. You should. Pacing. To see like, what I do. <laughs> I spin the wow wheel. I walk around. I just do all sorts of stuff out there. All right, Mercedes, here we go. I'm going to start the song. As soon as you know it, you shout out. Got it. We'll stop the clock, okay? Okay. Uh, and it starts... Now. Got it. You were meant for me by Jewel. All right. So, Mercedes, you are correct. You are correct. Here's the thing. Karen. She was not on the top of her game this morning. She uh, went 20 seconds and could not identify it. So, once again, Mercedes, you win. Karen, I'm sorry. Uh, The good news is, though, that diamond pendant... It just got a little bit bigger. It's a $700 diamond pendant now from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. Every Monday at 7 o'clock, we do this. And, uh, wow, I guess I was more on it. You pick something. uh, I remember getting that CD and listening to it (laughs) over and over and over again. It was one of her biggest songs (laughs) from the 90s. Uh, Jewel, you were meant for me. So 1.5 seconds, very fast. Coming up here in the dirt, Drake continues to troll Kanye. We have the latest in less than 15 minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. On Friday, Drake posted the cover art for his new single, Search and Rescue. This is what the single sounds like. And the cover art is a photo of himself and a woman with matching motorcycle helmets. But fans were quick to point out that the woman looks like Kim Kardashian and are accusing Drake of trolling Kanye West once again. And you say again because the prior weekend he sampled audio of Kim talking about wanting a divorce from Kanye on the song. Here is that audio. I didn't come this far just to come this far and not be happy. Okay. Remember that. This far just to come this far. Yeah. I saw it on the internet. <laughs> Drake's dad said Drake's not trolling anyone. <laughs> I literally was gonna say, hey, I think I read that on a coffee cup once. <laughs> I didn't come this far just to come this far. <laughs> That's like a good kitchen slogan. Live, laugh, love. Yeah. There's so many of those, but like I specifically think I saw one on that. Let's hear it again. I didn't come this far just to come this far and not be happy. But first, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Caffeinated level at zero. Need more coffee. It's like a hug in a mug. <laughs> <laughs> so many of them. So many. You need to start making some mugs and this making money. This is how we brew it. <laughs> well, look what mine says. My mine says. Oh God. Pick me up. <laughs> this is what mine says. It doesn't say anything because I don't drink out of those things. <laughs> it's a bang over the head is what mine says right here. Let's go back to this. We'll find out if the guy's number one again. But Jimin from BTS is the first South Korean solo artist to debut at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for his song, Like Crazy. I'd 
I like this song a lot. As soon as, as soon as I hear it, I start to I start to move. It's so good. It's uh, it's this version's all in English. So if anyone's <laughs> like, I don't like K-pop, well, it's just it's not a K-pop song. It's all in English. It's by a Korean artist. But like I said earlier, if this was by Harry Styles or Ed Sheeran, I think people would be like, Yeah, let's play it. It's on. Well, I, don't, I don't like the double standard. We need to play the song. It's the number one song in the country. It sounds good. What's up next? We have Glass Animals Heat Waves coming up next. Um, uh, I've heard that a lot. <laughs> it does very well in our research. I will let you know that. It does. Yeah. It's, a, it's a popular song, so I'm not coming down on the song, yes. but I, I do like that like crazy. I've only heard 30 seconds of the song. I haven't even heard the whole thing it's yet. It's good. It's a really good song. So I'm going to quiz you. This might be a tough one, but then again, you are like the master of music. So that song, Like Crazy, is the sixth song to hit number one with crazy in the title. Can you name, outside of that one, so name any of the other five songs that hit number one with crazy in the title. And you, I, you know at least four of the songs for sure. Crazy by Seal. No. Crazy by Aerosmith. No. Crazy for You by Madonna. Yes. Where's our Madonna? Madonna. By the way, we have Madonna tickets for you at 940. Crazy, crazy. Uh, this lady's coming to Allegiant Stadium this summer, and it's going to be a madhouse when she's in town. Oh, Beyonce, Crazy in Love. Yeah. You also have this song. Fine Young Cannibals. Okay. Wouldn't have gotten that one. Uh, Prince. And then this one from Queen. Oh, wow. Never, wouldn't have gotten any of those. Yeah, crazy little thing called love. So anyway, Jimin from BTS, number one song in the country. We'll see where he stands later on today when uh, the Billboard ch- charts are once released again. We were talking about Coachella during our uh, during our 7 a.m. social club. We're, we're live on Mercedes in the Morning Facebook and YouTube. Coachella, all six stages at Coachella will be live streamed across both weekends. So that happens this weekend and the following weekend. I bring this up, Mercedes, because one of your favorites, Blackpink, is headlining Coachella this year. I know. I'm really looking forward to that. This The lineup for Coachella is just insane. I mean, it's there's so many good artists. They get... They get, like, A-list. It's crazy. They really do. Bad Bunny, Blackpink, Frank Ocean, Calvin Harris, just to name a few, is going to be at Coachella this weekend and the following weekend. And then we'll end here with Brad's, uh, Brad Pitt. It's a, it's a new story about a kind gesture from Brad Pitt. So back in 1994, Brad bought a home in L.A. from Elvira, the Mistress of Darkness. Then over the years, he proceeded to buy all the surrounding properties to increase the size of his estate. One of those properties belonged to a man in his early 90s. Apparently, his wife had recently died, and the guy didn't want to leave. So Brad said, you know what? You can live here rent-free as long as you need until you die. And he lived to be 105 years old. Aw. He's like, I'm taking advantage of this. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that was really nice of it. He didn't need the money, right? No, yeah. It was just a really kind gesture. Uh, by the way, Brad bought the place from Elvira for $1.7 million. In the last month, he sold it for $40 million. Nice little profit there, Brad. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Next hour, tickets for you to go see Sam Hunt. Those are yours when you win heads up at 825. And you want to get into this name thing next? How would you feel... If your spouse wanted to name your your child that you, you know, they're not here yet, but your upcoming child after 
a mass murderer. How would you feel about that? We are going to talk about that coming up next on Mix 94.1. Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the morning. Let's go. On Mix 94.1. I need to make a correction on something. I was telling you guys that uh, if your spouse came to you and said, hey, our child's going to be born here in a few months, I have the perfect name. And I mentioned, what if it was the name of a mass murderer? Well, I got to correct myself. Technically, this person did. There's no actual proof that this person murdered anyone, but he did mastermind the murders and had people carry them out. I'm talking about Charles Manson. Okay, what would you do if your spouse came to you and said, I've got the perfect name for our our child when they're born? It's. Charles, and our last name happens to be Manson. Let's name him Charles Manson. Would you be okay with that, or would you have an issue with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, huge issue. Like, no way. No, no can do. Can't do that. Can't. Even if that's your great-grandfather's name, and you love him so much, and, you know, he died before the whole Charles Manson things went down. No, we cannot do that. We cannot put our son, our child, through the rest of his life being a roll call charles manson charles manson here yeah here well the wife's defense was that it's been so long since that happened which she has a point it's been 54 years Mm -hmm. that no one would make the connection do you think like if i called my gen z kid and say said do you know who charles manson is i don't think she would know who he is i think she would have no clue who he is what do you think for that argument. I, yeah, I see what you're saying with that argument, but I, I still think that the crime and the cult leader, I think it's just still too horrific. His name is referenced in songs too. And his, he became like a part, part of like pop culture, which is really sad and sick. So I don't think that's going to go away. Maybe, yeah, the Gen Zers might not know it, but there's gonna be someone in the group that does. I'm like, you know who Charles Manson is and did this? And you're like, what? It's not worth it. It's, to me, you don't roll the dice and you, you don't name your kid Charles Manson. Okay, Would you I'm, do it? I'm gonna. Well, let me add one more layer ahead, to ahead, this. Yeah. And has, if, have you ever gotten in a fight over a baby's name? Because I think this happens more often than we think, where you have a name and then someone gets mad at you about that name or you disagree with your partner about the name. Uh, there was an issue with one of my kids' names. I'll get to that later. But so this other layer to this, this situation is the guy, um, he... His he had a brother, and or no, the the wife had the brother who passed away, and his name was Charles. So it would be a tribute to her deceased brother that the child would be named Charles. Does that change it? She wants to pay tribute. Now her brother Charles had their last name. Her son has her husband's last name, which is Manson. So then, what about then? Oh, so she, her, so I'm going to say, what was the brother's upbringing like? But her, he's Charles Smith. Yes. Rebecca married Tony Manson. Yes. And so she wants to do Charles. Uh, but to may, pay tribute to, to pay her tribute. brother. Yeah, I understand where you're going with paying tribute to your brother and everything. Maybe middle name. Maybe middle name, but we're not not going to be the first name. Not going to be the first name because you can you can get around explaining the your middle name's Charles Manson. Yeah, it's in honor of my uncle who died and. He was a great man, but you know my name is my first name is Roberts. I'm Roberts Charles Manson. Maybe the middle name, but not the first name. Mm-mm, no way. What What do you guys think? And what was the fight that you got into regarding uh, a name for a baby? Someone just texted us and said, "I wanted to name my son Richard Ramirez after my father." Until my wife reminded me that that was the name of a famous serial killer. 
We went with Ricardo instead. So um, this one says, um, I want to name. Oh, we had this issue with my son named Jeffrey. Our last name is Dormer, but it sounds like Dahmer. He got made fun of so, so much. Ah, yeah. I what? Someone just made a good point. Anel says I'd call him Charlie. Then it's Charlie Manson. Is that okay? Still no go in my mind. Still, because someone's going to pick up on it. Charlie Manson. Uh-oh, yeah. In my mind, would you do it? I know you're arguing absolutely the other side. Not. Yeah, absolutely not. I, I, I just as much as I think it's sweet to pay tribute to you know the the brother, maybe. Um, Maybe skip it this time and try to pay, pay tribute in another way. Plant a tree. So, I mean, I'm being serious. There's plenty of ways to pay tribute to your to your brother. But do you go visit the trees that you plant in honor of other people? <laughs> I'm gonna go plant a tree in honor of my uncle Jeff, and I will and I will put it in my backyard. Someone uh, just texted. I want I wanted to name my daughter Winter, but worried that she'd get bullied. Kids are mean. I think Winter's beautiful. I. I love that name. But yeah, you're right. But kids will find something to make fun of, whether it's a name or a physical trait or how much your parents make. They'll they'll find anything. Any Savages. Reason. Yeah, absolutely. Coming up here next hour, there's tickets to go see Sam Hunt at age 25 when you win Heads Up. And also up next is the Hot 3. What do you got for us? All right. When you eat, have you ever gotten food poisoning? Well, there are certain items that are more likely to cause food poisoning than others. We'll tell you what they are coming up. Also, do you ever wish that you could live off the grid? Even just for a few days. We're going to talk about how how Americans want to live. And a new airplane concept shows how middle seats could be eliminated entirely. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, so um, have you ever, when's the last time you got food poisoning? Oh, knock on wood, it's it's been, uh, gosh, maybe 10 years. 
It's you, been a while. Do you remember what it was? I do. What was it? Pork chops. Pork chops. Yep. Interesting. Well, the CDC is uh, is back on the stop eating cookie dough bandwagon, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess at least three people have been hospitalized from a salmonella outbreak that's linked to flour, so that's why. And most people don't think as of flour as something that would cause food poisoning, but... Consumer Reports just ranked the top 10 foods that do cause food poisoning, and flour is number 10 on the list. I'll admit, I did not know that either. I, th- I always thought it was the eggs in the cookie dough mm-hmm. that led to the raw eggs that led to the food poisoning. But believe it or not, eggs are not even in the top 10. It's flour. What would you guess is the, the item, number one? Causes the most most food poisoning. Um, chicken, undercooked chicken. Chicken is on the list. It's number six. Have you ever like cut into chicken and it's just pink? And you're oh like, gosh, oh, yes. I don't want chicken sashimi. <laughs> oh, uh, why? Are you, are you, you, sashimi is sushi number one? Um, no. Oh, it is not. Not even in the top ten. Nice. I like to hear that. The number one item that causes the most. Food poisoning cases is bagged salad and other leafy greens. They found 50 different recalls linked to them since 2017, and they also caused the most deaths. Now, deli cheese and meat was number two, ground beef number three, onions number four, and turkey was number five. Do you remember the last time you got food poisoning? (sighs) No. I do remember getting... um, I don't know if it was food poisoning or if I just caught a stomach bug, but I remember getting sick right after I ate watermelon. And for years, I couldn't eat watermelon again. I just could not do it. It it was gross to me. Just I had all these memories. But now I love watermelon. I'm okay. I got over it. Do you remember the first time you had it afterwards? Was it like, uh... no, I was it was like I, I do remember it wasn't like a fruit salad. And I took a little piece of the watermelon. I'm like, oh, that's good. Okay, I'm good with watermelon now. But usually once you get sick on something, you never want it again. I know. <laughs> it took me a while to go back to pork chops. Would you, If you ever got sick at a restaurant, would you call the restaurant? Um, we That happened to my husband once. We did call them. He got sick after eating at a place and he called and let them know. And, uh, and we had to take him to the emergency room because he had to be pumped full of fluids. No. Yeah, he was a that's mess. That's extreme. And they asked, like, where is this? Because we've had other people coming in with food poisoning tonight, and we want to know if they're all coming from the same restaurant no so way. we can let them know. We never got an answer to that, but I thought it was interesting because they're like, you're like the fourth person to come in with food poisoning. Where did you eat? And they told he told them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I call uh, the, the pork shop incident. Uh, our friend, a very, our very close friend, was the manager of the restaurant. And so I was it was obvious food poisoning. I was just I was sick throwing up the night. And Laura's like, you have to call our friend. Let's call her Susie. You got to tell Susie. I'm like, no, you got to tell her. She's got to know because what if someone else got it? So I called Susie and her response was, maybe it's not the food. Maybe it was the vodka tonics that you had. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, done. It's not <laughs> definitely not the food poisoning. Um, also this morning, everyone expects you to immediately respond to their email, immediately respond to their text. Do you ever wish you could just get away from all that pressure? Someone asked Americans about it in a new poll. And the, the question was, do you ever wish you could spend a few days off the grid? without people expecting you to call them back, reply to texts, or respond on social media. And it turns out that most of us do crave that feeling of being fully unplugged sometimes. 57% said yes, 
20, only 20% said that they never feel that way. Um, the remaining people said they were either not sure or um, it's just not an issue that they deal with. But um, the group that says they most love to unplug for a few days were people over 30 but under 65. So that's mainly people who are still working, a lot of parents in that one. Do you ever want to live off the grid? Yeah, I kinda, maybe I romanticize it in my mind, but to me, yeah, like we do our, our vacation in Wyoming every summer, and I was thinking, like, let's find someplace secluded. We end up staying, you know, closer to town or a little cabin or something, but, you know, in my mind, you're waking up and you have the cup of coffee, you do some reading, you go for a walk, you got lunch, glass of wine before dinner, and so in my mind, it sounds very nice and peaceful. I'll go for a walk along the river. But once I'm doing it, I'm like, ah, I need some stimulation. I need to jump online and do something. We'll see. I, I turn my phone on do not disturb all the time. Like even just in the middle of the day, I'm like, I don't want to hear from anyone. I don't want to do anything. And I, I started letting it show that I'm on do not disturb. I used to have that turned off. But a friend of mine is like, keep that on. So people don't expect you to to text right away. That's your out. So I'll put it on do not disturb. And half the time someone will text me and then they'll realize it and they'll say, oh, I see you're on do not disturb. Let me know when you get a chance. And I'm like, oh, thank you. There's no pressure on that. Is that a new feature to let? I noticed sending a message to some buddies recently. You see the little line that pops up saying so-and-so has their phone on do not disturb or whatever. Is that a new feature to turn that on so people know? I don't know if it's completely new. I've had it um, for a a few months. Um, But you can turn that off so they don't know. Okay. If you want. Um, Do you... Have you updated your phone recently? I got to look. Yeah, yeah, you probably have not. So you might not have it. <laughs> I think it was like three updates ago. Oh, okay. Let me take care of that. And then we'll be good to go. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, um, this is, do you take the middle seats on a plane if it's, if it's not something you have to do? Like you have the option of an aisle seat and a middle seat. Do you ever say, I want the middle seat? No, who does? No one does that. People do it. What? People do it. So. This, to me, is a great idea. I think it's just so weird when people do, but um, someone just unveiled a new design concept for commercial airplanes that features no middle seats. But it isn't exactly roomier. Instead of having one cabin with an aisle down the middle, there are three separate enclosed cabins with an aisle down the center of each. So two cabins are side by side, and then there's a third above them. And each of the rows has only two seats on each side of the aisle. But because this design packs like three cabins into one plane, there are more seats overall. So I guess the airlines would like that. But here's the questions that come to mind. Windows and emergency exits. Since the two cabins are side by side, the inner rows can't look out of the plane. So instead, there are virtual windows, which is basically a long screen that shows the sky. Now, they didn't say if... It would somehow show what the actual outside looks like or if it's just a generic image of a bright, cloudy sky. Um, It's just a concept for a conference at this point. No one is planning to construct planes like this. So if it happens, it may be a long way off. But I traveled on airplanes like four or five times over the past week. And I always like to look and see what seats are available. And I took this screenshot of people who literally selected the middle seat. Like you see the aisle yeah. and the window open, that's in the blue, and the middle is taken. And I'm like, who are these psychopaths that would select that I middle see that seat? One person right there. Yeah. And someone suggested maybe um 
they're hoping they get the whole row to themselves. But why take that chance? Why why take that chance in case someone comes in on both of those seats? Rolling the dice where you're in that middle seat, maybe day of, then you move it to a window or aisle seat. Maybe, maybe. But I would have chance that. Uh-uh. I'm like, I will not be selecting that seat. <laughs> I want to know who that person is. I know. Here we go into the 8 o'clock hour. Those tickets for you to see Sam Hunt. We have them right around 825. Also at 9 o'clock, we have a big concert announcement. Tickets to that show. And at 940, tickets to go see Madonna. Did you know that you could book a flight to San Jose and end up in another country? Has that ever happened to anyone? Someone was telling me that they had a huge screw up uh, where and this was not recent. Um, This happened like a few years ago when they were going to go up to San Jose and they booked the flight and everything. And it was great and whatever. And then they ended up in Costa Rica. Because there's a San Jose in Costa Rica, too. Didn't you have a story in the Hot 3 that within the past six months about someone with Amsterdam or something? There's some other trip, too, or Switzerland, where the guy booked it and didn't realize there's two of the same cities. Oh, yeah. What was it? And he came, once he got on the flight and realized, that, like, it should have been an hour flight and, like, you know, estimated arrival in 14 hours. Like, wait, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Have, oh you, have you ever had, like, a huge travel mistake? I had one over this past week. We were uh, on spring break, and I travel. I was in Atlanta. I was in Chicago for volleyball tournaments for my daughter. And uh, we were in Atlanta, not this past weekend, but the weekend before and I almost had a massive screw up so we rented a car in Atlanta we wanted to have access to a car so we could drive around see things and it was really nice um and so we went out to dinner one night and we are using ways to find our way around there in Atlanta it's not a super complicated city except every street is basically named Peachtree so you just got to navigate the streets that are called Peachtree and um so my husband goes okay turn on the ways so we can get back to the hotel and I I load it in and we're starting to drive and we're seeing things that we drove by before but then we start going out to areas we haven't seen and i'm like this is weird that it's taking us this way i guess we get to do more sightseeing it's the scenic route there must be an accident and ways is redirecting us then we start getting literally out of town and i'm like wait what is happening uh my husband goes did you put in the hotel right and i look and it said estimated time to destination 24 hours and 36 minutes and i'm like what and I looked, and you know how Waze will automatically save your home? I oh. accidentally put home. <laughs> so we were driving back to Las Vegas. <laughs> it was taking us on the highway. I'm like, which way is this? I go, oh, whoops, I accidentally put home. So meanwhile, we just drove 45 minutes after Was it really driving outside of town? I was trying to make excuses. I'm like, there must be a really bad accident in downtown, and it's trying to take us around. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we're, maybe we're going to come up the bottom way. I didn't know where Short's we were city. going. I was totally, we were out of town. Down, and then I realized I put home in ways instead of the actual hotel in 
in ways. <laughs> that, that's a solid time, though. 24 hours to get from Atlanta to, uh, to to Vegas nonstop, obviously driving. But that'd be a solid time. That's Yeah, it was funny because my husband said the same thing. He goes, wow, we could make it tw- in 24 hours from Atlanta? I'm like, that's provided there's like no issues and you drive nonstop. You don't get gas one time. You know what I mean? But I uh, I had a real bad screw up on that. Oh, that's too funny. Whatever been a situation where you had that kind of kind of screw up? Has it, has it, does it happen to a lot of people? I've never had like a travel one. Maybe we have, but I remember once we were going to go see Chelsea Handler. She was at uh, the Cosmopolitan. And she was there Friday and Saturday night, and this was maybe 10 years ago, and just super excited to go see Chelsea Handler, and Laura and I, we bought the tickets, and we went out to dinner, it was like a date night, and just just everything is perfect. We're just laughing, having a great time, drinks are flowing, we go walking up, and we got the seats we want, and show the lady my thing, and she goes to scan, and it's like, What? Uh Uh-oh. And she's like, let me say it again, hold on, maybe your screen's dirty. I'm like, okay. I'm like, huh. I'm like, I bought the tickets through the, the, the Cosmopolitan's website. She this odd. This third time scans it. She's like, let me see it. She opens it up. She goes, oh, honey, your, your tickets are for tomorrow night. Oh. Ah. So did you go home? No, we ended up going down to the ticket booth and, and talking to some people and getting exchanging our seats. But we didn't have the great seats that we got in the building. I bought tickets to sit down. You know, at the Chelsea, there's that second level, the, the row of seats. I had bought the first row of seats so we could sit and watch the comedy show. Instead, we were standing room in the back. So we, we still went in that night, but it didn't have the same impact as the seats we wanted sitting in that front row. I would have definitely just gone home. Like maybe have, a, you know, a drink and then come back the next night for my good seats. I wouldn't lose my good seats. Oh, it was just just the, the moment was gone. And it was just maybe, maybe there was something going on Saturday night. Why we couldn't go? I, I don't know. But we wanted to go that night. And so it's like, ah. Oh. But just when you walk up, you're feeling good and everything. And eh. Uh, something wrong with your tickets. Allie, what happened to you where you uh, screwed up either on the directions or something else? So, like, 15 years ago when I moved here um, from Wisconsin, it was the old school GPSs before you used phones, and the options were shortest distance or shortest time. We didn't realize that, so we just had shortest distance, and it took us, like, an extra two days. We took the scenic route for sure. Oh, no. At least, I mean, at least it was scenic, though, right? <laughs> you got to it's see funny. some. <laughs> oh. That's a, that's so funny. Ways you got to be, be really careful. Too, yeah. Have you ever had your Waze or Google Maps take you to a place that doesn't even exist? Like, I was taking my kid to a birthday party uh-huh. once, and I ended up at, like, Valley View and in, like, the industrial part at some tile place. And I'm like... I don't think the birthday party's here. <laughs> like, what is happening? Is this a rave in a warehouse? Yeah, what is going on? There's tickets to go see Sam Hunt. We have them for you in about 10 minutes. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Next hour, 940 tickets for you to go see Madonna. And in about five minutes from right now, tickets for you to go see Sam Hunt. Did you know? I learned something new this morning. I had no idea it was a thing. You know how certain things will give you hints that someone has money like um maybe they have a pool i know that was a big thing when i was a kid there was one pool in our neighborhood and it was the shep keys and we were just like wow the shep keys have a pool now it's not such a big deal in las vegas but in colorado that was a huge thing is there um but but that's an obvious sign that someone is is well off and that's great for them but is are there non-obvious signs that someone is well off. I just learned one 
that I never realized was a thing before. Did you know you can tell someone is well off by looking at their couch? Based on the, the style of couch, like leather couch means they have, they have uh, lots of money or or they have it. In, it's in plastic wraps. I think plastic wraps probably the opposite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My grandma used to have yes, that on her. Same, same. Uh, um, yeah, because it's, it's leather. It's fine leather. That's how you could tell? No. If their couch doesn't touch the wall. What? That is a non-obvious sign that someone is rich. If their couch doesn't touch the wall. Now, can we explore this further? Does anyone know why that means someone is well off? Because I'm trying to figure this out here. Um, Is it, gosh, why would that be a sign? Is it because they have bigger rooms in their home and they're... Trying to fill up all the space. Why is that a sign that someone is well off? Yeah, I need that answer too because our couch is an L-shaped couch, and so ha- half of it is up against the wall, and then the other half, the L, sticks out, and there's nothing behind it. We don't have like a a, a table or anything behind it, so we have technically half of the couch. It's an L. It's pressed up against the wall. The other part of the L sticks out. And there's nothing behind it. You can walk behind it. Does anyone know why that's a non-obvious sign that someone is well off? And what are other non-obvious signs? We're the same way. So I guess that means we're half poor, half not poor. I don't know <laughs> yeah, what, what that means. It's like, um, oh, they're rich. Oh, they're against the wall. They're yeah, not rich. It's I'm against so torn the up. wall. Um, th- some other signs that are non-obvious that shows that people have money. Um, they say wearing very nice clothing without any brand identification. Like it doesn't say Celine right across it. It's just, it's very nice. I noticed that on women, but I think that places like Amazon and like Express have made it easier to wear like the staples and like structured outfits without spending a ton of money. Yes, they're not designer, but they they still hold up well. Yeah, quality material out there. Yeah. Um casually having expensive hobbies like sailing, skiing and golfing. That's true. Uh I'm going sailing. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Get your yacht rock ready. That's awesome. Did you have, so here with the the Las Vegas majority mailboxes, we we walk to the little center and open it up and you got your thing. Growing up back east, you'd go to the end of your driveway and you'd have a mailbox. And we had like a metal mailbox that I think maybe the post office provided. But there are people, and still to this day, when I go home to see my parents in the neighborhood, that have over the top elaborate mailboxes. To me, that's a sign that they've got some coin. Yeah, I, I mean, I never thought about that. But yeah, if you have your own personal mailbox and you don't have to walk with your key, that's pretty cool. No, I mean, just in, just in, like the mailbox itself. Oh, like, it just looks decorated yeah, like and we, stuff. We, ours just says my parents' address on it. It's a tin thing. But you go a couple of houses down and it's like an elaborate mailbox with things built around it and birds, fake birds on top of it. It's like an over-the-top thing. It's like it's a house itself. It has one fancy mailbox. Who? Who has birds on their on their mailbox? Oh, Google fancy mailboxes. Some of these, really? I, mem- I remember growing up, it looks like an actual like mini house. It's like, whoa. That's pretty, that's, I, I want to see these. Fan- Do you have a fancy mailbox? Please let us know. Yeah. Um, other things on here. Minimalist style and decor in their homes. Where just everything looks clean. Like, have you ever seen Kim Kardashian's house? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. And like, not like I've been there or anything, but um, it's. It's just so plain and so clean. Like everything's white or gray. And 
There's no clutter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just perfection. I don't know. That that I could see. Um, How about the quality of the food that they eat? Like high-end steaks or fancy... If you go in, there's no like generic. There's no they have the top shelf cereal and not the generic brand. I or? think if they're shopping at like Whole Foods mm. and they have like uh, what else? You know, um, I I'm trying to think of fancy cheeses and stuff. Yeah, maybe? where it's just like you know it costs a lot of money to get that uh, certain way catered to you or something. Um, this one says spending extensive extending time, even full seasons, in another place. Kind of like the like the snowbirds. Oh, but that yeah, live here yeah, in vac- the winter vacationing. Yeah, uh, vacation. Yeah, they have a, a summer house or beach house or a house that they go stay in when they go skiing. Multiple houses. Good for you. I, I I'm impressed by that. Honestly, I'm like, wow. How did you make the financial decisions to get to that place? Right. And can you teach them to me, please? <laughs> can I go back in time and follow your path and not waste my money? Uh, Tammy, what's a what's a non obvious sign that someone has uh, their money? A non-obvious sign is what you had mentioned before, is their couches do not touch the wall because they can't because of the bigger baseboards. The the bigger, oh. Oh, fancy baseboards? So if they're really big, then your couch, it doesn't touch because. It's impossible to touch the wall. Oh, my gosh. So the thicker the baseboard, the more expensive it is. Therefore, your couch is unable to touch the wall. Ah, yep. My couch is rubbed up against the wall. That is, I I never would have thought of that. I am so impressed with your knowledge on that, Tammy. Do you have big baseboards? My my couch is right up against the wall. (laughs) I hear you. Same. Well, on the L shape. Yeah. yeah. On one L is. The other L has no place well, to go. Unless you put it in a corner. Yeah, but our L that is not against the wall, it doesn't it, we're the not, it has nothing to do with being rich factor because there's no baseboards behind it. Oh, yeah. Mine just needs a place to go. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where else I would yeah, put it. <laughs> we can't move our L's anywhere else. Let's do this time to win right now with heads up. So we want to call our 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing for a really cool prize. We have your tickets to see Sam Hunt. The country music superstar is going to take over the Resorts World Theater for a limited two-night engagement on April 21st and April 22nd. Tickets are on sale right now at AXS.com and RWLasVegas.com. But if you want to win yours right now, just be caller 20. Pick your category. Pick your partner. Get six answers in 60 seconds, and you are going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Marissa, you're caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. Hi. Hi, guys. Great to hear from you. Congratulations on getting through. Now, let's make you a winner. Pick a category this morning. Do you want to go with Scrabble, Dolphin Watching, Laundry Day, Three Ring Circus, or Tomato Sauce? Ooh, um... Let's go with, uh, what was the first one? Scrabble. Scrabble, okay. You want to go with Scrabble? Okay. Scrabble Scrabble Day is Thursday. 
And these are all popular board or card games, okay? Okay. Okay. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, I'll go see Mercedes. Okay. All right, Marissa, 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You win those tickets to see Sam Hunt, and you start now. This is when you try to get the, the queen and the rook and the... Yes. Uh, yes. Um, this is do not pass go. Go directly to jail. Oh. Yes. This is uh, Professor Plum in the library with a can- oh, um... candlestick. Um, Clue. Yes. This is a draw four. This is wild card. You know? Yes. This is wooden blocks and pulling them out without the whole thing. Yes. This is um, in the casinos. They um, have like you you put your bet and then you can raise. um, Um. Blackjack. Uh, no, um, you five cards. Um, um uh, poker. Yes. Nice. Uh, I am not well versed on the poker lingo. I'm so sorry, but you got it, Marissa. Congratulations. You guys had time to spare on that one, Marissa. You're all set with your tickets to go see Sam Hunt Friday, April 21st at Resorts World. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening, Marissa. We're gonna have more of those tickets tomorrow in the eight o'clock hour. We've got a concert announcement coming up right around 9 o'clock this morning and Madonna tickets for you next hour. So Kelly Clarkson has some new music coming out this month. She's going to be releasing a couple of singles, Mine and Me. I heard one of the singles last week. It's good. She did not have a good breakup with her husband <laughs> based on the song. Oh, she used, she, and, she harnessed that power. Ooh. Yeah, it's a it, it's a lot, but it was really it sounded great. Um, and that's going to be off of her new album, Chemistry. And she's also bringing her chemistry show to Las Vegas. So um, she's definitely been busy. Now, I want to bring this up, Steph, and I don't know if you want to sugarcoat this or if you uh, just want to come straight out and say it. But are you doing naughty things in your business office at your apartment complex? No, absolutely <laughs> not. And oh my gosh, was I so embarrassed. And when we, I live in an apartment complex and in our leasing office, there are three computers that you can use freely to, to print or whatever it may be. And I needed to print a shipping label because I got new headphones and I need to return my old ones. So I, I go onto the computer, I sign on to my email, I print out the label. And what I do is I like to kind of make sure that one, I'm signed out of everything completely for my email so no one can come in and hack me. And then I'll delete everything that I downloaded on the computer. Um, And it was all full. We all kind of wait in line until the next person's ready to go. And the way it's set up is the three computers are, the screens are facing a table and the leasing of managers. So everyone can kind of see what's on the screens. So I go to the trash to empty out my downloads. And I clicked on the trash can, and I regretted my whole life. There was adult-sensitive pictures that came up, if you know what I mean. Like, ladies naked, and they're not doing things that you should be seeing in public. (laughs) I turn around. Casey, when did you move into the complex? (laughs) Look out my computer. But wait, hold on one second. This is not your computer. No. This is the leasing office computer. What pervs are going to the leasing office to watch porn? I don't know. And I think this is the explanation that James had. So I, I, I go to the, I go to empty the trash. 
the picture shows up. I'm like, oh, so I'm freaking out low key. I turn around to see if anyone has seen me. And there is a guy that saw because he like turned around quickly and tried to act like he didn't see anything. And so all I did, I was just I didn't even I said, screw the downloads. I'm getting out of this this com- computer. And I let the managers know. I'm like, hey, just to let you know that computer might have some sensitive uh, material that you might want to want to see when you open the trash. But I would do it alone. <laughs> what, kind, what kind of hooligan is going in there like, yeah. <laughs> And you said it's facing the leasing manager. Yes, it's, it's like facing- oh, look at that. Oh. yeah. But seriously, this is what I what we think it what what might have happened. So I go to my husband, and I'm like, babe, oh my god, the most embarrassing thing just happened to me. I tell him what happened. He goes, oh, you got got. I'm like, what do you mean I got got? So apparently there's people that will pretend like they'll put an, a trash can um, emoji or whatever on the desktop. And when you click it, those things will show up. But it's really not the trash that you're looking for. It's those people like, oh, I'm going to get the next person that's going to come. But I don't think that they're really watching stuff like that. Oh, it's a whole spoof. They're setting you up. They know someone's going to click on the trash can like you to down, to clear the, your downloads. But it's actually a link to porn. How does James know that? I don't know. You're right. Because he's was- got got. <laughs> or he's the one. That set it up on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna show them. Didn't you have that happen to you, JC, where someone sent you a link to something and it was like five ways to become rich and you click on it and then it's that one guy with the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got got so much for the pandemic too. It was uh, you never saw this guy. I don't think I want to. But it's, what uh, oh, what's his name? He's, uh, he's he's passed away sadly. Yes, but, yeah. Um, he yeah. It's a big dude sitting on the edge of his bed, and his stuff is out, and it's huge. It's huge. But you click like I remember like um, it was big during the pandemic. Like my buddies would send me something like you it know. was big before the <laughs> pandemic. After the pandemic, it was always big. But it'd be like crazy. You know, uh, could this be you know the cure to the corona? virus or something right when you know the pandemic was i'm like what is this you click on it it's like but dang it's like oh my gosh <laughs> it's like the it's like rick rolled but with a d <laughs> oh my god i know exactly what you're talking yes. about i got god the same way it was the height of the pandemic they said can you believe click this article we have a cure to the covid Everything. and i clicked on it and i was like oh, oh and it was that man who's very uh big yes yeah but it was like, people were using it for different things too it's just like dallas cowboys uh, uh, you know, a crazy play caught on tape. Like, what is it? Everything. I would click on it. I saw that thing so many times or in 2020. <laughs> and then uh, even on the links, it's like, this is the, the link you got got on. And he still clicks on it. <laughs> oh, he loves getting got. <laughs> Does everyone know that, that, that meme? Do t- you ever get got by that guy? Uh, oh, yeah. I think by you. <laughs> I think you sent it to me. <laughs> and I remember my husband was sitting right next to me. He goes, what are you looking at? I'm like, oh, my what is this? Mercedes, it might be a good show topic. Click this link. Okay. But ding. I know. That doesn't bode well for me. I'm like, you know, do you ever get those emails that's like, you might notice this email is from your account. We have taken over it. And unless you send us a blank amount in Bitcoin, then blah, 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 blah. And I freaked out. I got that one time and I sent it to our engineers. I'm like, it, oh, and it says, like, you've been watching bad things on your computer, and we have the proof. So I sent it to our engineers. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I got this email. They're taking over my account. Um, And just so you know, I was not looking at those things on my computer. And he's like, this is a spoof. They can spoof it from any email address. I was like, oh. 
carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and he sends you back another like, click on this link, Mercedes, and make sure your computer is clean. Ba-ding! <laughs> oh my gosh, what was that guy's name? Oh, what was his name? I'm How afraid did... to Google. Yeah. Like, what do you Google on that gigantic uh, 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 junk um, man? Let's see here. Uh, let's see if I can find the guy's name. I'm surprised you don't know it. I don't. I like no, but yeah, he was. I think he was uh, even passed away before he became famous. Oh, uh, mystery man. <laughs> it's a Forbes article. What? Yes. <laughs> they call it a racy COVID-19 gag. <laughs> the article. <laughs> Forbes did a story on this guy. It's taking forever to load. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Hot three is coming up next. Uh, what do you have? For us? OK, well, are you not feeling confident? It's it's a normal feeling, but this is how you get over it. We'll tell you what it is. Also, if you struggle with road rage, just get this for your car and you'll be fine. And a couple finds out that they're related 10 years into their marriage. We'll talk about that oh. coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The next time you're not feeling very confident, just fake it. A new poll found that the average American feels insecure five times a day, but half of the people who pretend to be confident say it actually makes them more confident. And a third overall said it's something that they do a lot. The top things that can shake our confidence on a typical day include speaking in front of a large group, not being fully prepared for something and being the last person to show up for a meeting. And the top jobs that we associate with confidence are doctors and nurses members of the military, people in business, politicians, and athletes. And finally, the poll also looked at the top traits we admire in confident people. And the top five are being knowledgeable, kind, decisive, authoritative, and fearless. So kind of fake it till you make it. If you're not feeling confident, just keep telling yourself things are things are working out okay. And eventually your subconscious mind, things will kick in and it'll turn things around for you. I, I guess. I mean, it, it I, I really don't like that phrase, fake it till you make it, because I think it's like it just makes it seem so simple. Mm -hmm. But it's not that simple. You know, you're feeling insecure about something just like, I'm not insecure about that anymore. I feel, I mean, maybe it works. I don't do that. Well, it's not a, yeah, I don't think it's a switching and turn on and off. Like, oh, my yeah. confidence is off. Let me turn my confidence on. It's obviously something got to work on. But this that's what this article is saying, though. If you just believe it, it's going to change things. Yeah. If you just fake it, I guess. As far as the the jobs we associate with confidence. I do agree with those jobs. People in those areas are so confident. Like for, for example, athletes, you see them being interviewed and if they don't like what you say, they'll just look at you and walk away. I'm like, I'd be so scared to do that. I wouldn't do that. I'd be scared of what they thought about me. Or doctors and nurses. You say, hey, um, I have been feeling this way. And like, absolutely, we'll get you a prescription for that. Wow. You just, right off the top of your head, I'd have to go through my notes from medical school. <laughs> Stuff, right? what Let that me say? Google that. Same with military, too. Any military person that, that I meet, there's just an air about them, a confidence about them that they have, which yeah, is really cool. Absolutely. Also this morning, if you get all worked up it, when you're in your car, maybe it's time to try one of those York peppermint patties. <laughs> 
a new study found that the scent of peppermint can reduce aggressive driving behavior. So road rage may be relieved by breathing in the sensation of a peppermint little tree air freshener. Now, it's not a huge surprise. The compounds in peppermint oil have been known to have positive and calming effects on the brain, which help with depression and stress and anxiety. The study used peppermint essential oil. So technically, it isn't just the smell of peppermint. You might need to actually invest in a higher quality air freshener that was created from the actual oil, but they they only tested peppermint versus no peppermint. So it's not clear if you could try other scents and maybe it would work then. But I I got an Uber this weekend and this car smelled so good. And I wanted to ask like what it was. It was just like, like I can't explain it. Kind of like the beach, but, but like, maybe cherry like it was just do you have any air fresheners in your car i don't i don't i don't want them to be too overbearing when i get in that it just it it hits me really hard so i don't i just i keep my car very clean but anytime i go to the car wash you always get a free air freshener i always feel bad like which air freshener do you want there's a bunch of them like i don't need one because i just i don't like having that i'm afraid it's not gonna be the right smell for my car so i like to keep my car smell odor free yeah mine doesn't i i don't have any smells in mine either and it's for that same reason i like it in other people's cars, but not mine. Yeah, so it's the same thing. You get, you get an Uber uh, from time to time, and it smells nice, and it's nice for that five-minute ride. But if you're in that every single day, will it get tiring after some time? I don't know. I just want to try it. Maybe it's when you have all these different people coming in your car. You're just like, I don't want to smell you. So I'll just <laughs> That's a very good there. point. Spraying peppermint on them. <laughs> Finally this morning, a couple from Colorado who share three children found out that they are actually cousins. After taking a DNA test, the couple got married in 2006 after just a few weeks of dating and 10 years into the marriage, they decided to take a DNA test through that my heritage situation, which showed that they are somewhere between second and seventh cousins. Now, the wife, her name is Selena. She admitted she had doubts about the marriage after finding out that they were related and actually debated getting a divorce. The couple eventually decided to stay together and the closest relative that they could actually share that they figured out is a great grandparent. Uh, She's hoping to learn more about the ancestry that connects her and her husband. So you find out that you and and Laura are between second and seventh cousins. (laughs) What do you do? Oh, so weird. Oh, why are we doing this DNA test? Seventh cousins? Maybe that's something different. What's second cousins? That means like our our parents were brother and sister then, right? Or is that second? That's first cousins. Uh, so I'm trying to draw like a chart as you're describing this. So my second cousin is the child of my first cousin. So my cousin Lydia, for example, has two kids, Zach and, uh, oh dang, what's her name? Eliana. So Zach is my second cousin. It's my cousin's kid. Okay, so my mom's, I know my mom's cousin, Teresa. Okay? So Laura would be Teresa's kid? No, Teresa's kid's kid. Well, let's say you, what's your mom's cousin's name? Teresa. Oh, so let's say you and Teresa are a thing. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) You'd be second cousins. So, so... Would you? (laughs) I would be out. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Let's say Laura is Teresa. So Laura is... Laura's, Cousins with your mom. 
Oh, out, 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 out. Really? Yes. You've been married for how long? 2007? I'd stay married. We've been together. The damage has been done. True. We're you know, past that like, point of... why, why is quit now? But that's what that is. That's first cousin. That's what's second cousins? That is second cousins. Second cousins? Yeah. Okay. Your mom and Teresa are cousins. Oh, so, so Teresa's my second cousin. Her second cousin. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, especially if it's seventh, yeah, you're good. Seventh, yeah. <laughs> Second's a little weird, but like I said, the damage has been done. So what are you going to do? And the kids are healthy. Everyone's good? Everybody's good. Yeah, Everybody's carry on good. with your life. Thanks a lot, my heritage. <laughs> way, to, way to tear families apart. <laughs> That's why all that stuff is nothing but trouble. I know. Don't. I don't want to do any of that stuff in the DNA test. Right? I don't want to know. I'm, I'm happy with my little my little world. Well, just so you know, I took a old coffee cup of yours and I had your DNA tested. <laughs> and you're, you and Laura are closer than you think. <laughs> we need to talk. We have that concert announcement coming up here in about three minutes with tickets to that concert. It's Mix 94.1. All right, it is time for the announcement we've been teasing you with all morning long. And uh, it's, a, it's a fun one. Um, Katy Perry... Her final days of her play residency are happening right now at Resorts World. There are about 20 dates of her show left. And she played her 50th show over the weekend. From the stage, though, she said she was halfway-ish through the show's run. So I thought that was interesting. I don't know what she's hinting at. I but she's dropping little nuggets here and there. Yeah. Little breadcrumbs along the way. But our uh, our big announcement is that these are the final days of her play residency at Resorts World. And we will have your tickets all week long. Tickets to see Katy Perry play at Resorts World. We've got your tickets right now. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. You'll get tickets to go see Katy Perry on October 4th at Resorts World. And Mercedes, you said this is one of your top favorite residencies. Oh, she was fantastic. There's so much happening on stage. Her voice, absolutely incredible. You will love this show. So Caller 20 right now, you're going to see her in one of those final dates. Wink, wink. Uh, 702-364-9400. This hour, 9.40, we have your tickets to go see Madonna. But right now, it is time for you to be the judge. Is this person a jerk? Or are they justified? You can send us your dilemmas whenever you want. Our number is 702-364-9400. You can call us and tell us what they are. You can email us through our website, mix941.fm. And uh, who is this one from today? This is from Tom, though Tom says that's definitely not my real name. Okay. And Tom wrote, hi, Mercedes and JC. I'm facing a small situation here and thought this might fit into your Jerk or Justified segment. Last year during my guy's trip, one of my buddies cheated on his wife. When we return, I told my wife. It has been bothering Kelly ever since I told her. We are now at the time of year when my buddies and I start planning our trip, and Kelly does not want me to go. She says it's not the right group for me to be meeting up with, and either we as a group tell my buddy who cheated on his wife that he can't go, or I don't go. There are many different layers to this, but overall, is my wife being a jerk, or is she justified? Ooh, I always say what I think first. Do you want to go first on this one? Sure, absolutely. Um, is she justified in being concerned? I, yeah, I, I see where she's coming from. But, I mean, you, you told her, which I think much respect for you for coming back. And you have to tell your wife what went down. And you were honest with your wife and told her, like, hey, you know, so-and-so cheated on his wife. And um, is it a trust thing? Does she trust you? Like, does she trust that 
She doesn't have trust in you that you might cheat on her. Um, I think she's justified in her concern. But I, again, that word jerk is so harsh. But I think she's being a jerk if she says either this guy doesn't go or you don't go. Give me an ultimatum on the trip. I um I, I have a different perspective on it. As the wife, I, I would say that I understand her hesitation. Um, it doesn't mean that she thinks the husband will do anything, but it's just like that influence. And when you know that your husband's friends are up to no good and he's there and kind of acknowledging it and being okay with it for him again, doesn't mean he'll do it, but I, it would make me uncomfortable. Now I would never say you're not allowed to go because he's a grown man and Mm -hmm. he can make his own decisions and I'm not, I'm not going to tell him what to do. But I would hope that he would, uh, secretly, I would hope that he would not go. And I would say something. I'd say I'm really uncomfortable with you going because, you know, Cheater Bob is there. Um, But uh, it's your decision. And he knows how I will be if he goes (laughs) when he comes back. Oh, hi. (laughs) But it just, I'd feel weird about it. I would. And how is how is your relationship with let's say Bob yeah cheater Bob cheater Bob because if I'm in that situation and Bob's my buddy and Bob cheats on his wife my relationship with Bob has instantly changed yeah and, and so what is your relationship with Bob did you come back and say you can't won't believe it Bob cheated on his wife with this girl down on the beach and then you're still hanging out with Bob every weekend is Bob still part of your life that that's a I guess one of these layers we don't have the answer to but what's your relationship like with the cheater are you no longer really close with the guy he's gonna be there in the group and you're not as tight with him or are you still really tight with cheater Bob that's a whole different thing I guess yeah did are you cool with cheater Bob doing what he's yeah. doing do you think it's fine as long as you don't do it um there's a there are a lot of layers what do you guys think 702-364-9400 you can call us you can text us this one says I would ask absolutely be livid if my husband went with his cheater friends why would you even put your marriage in that position i understand um this one says i would tell my husband if he goes he can deal with the consequences after that (laughs) (laughs) what what are the consequences that's what i'm curious about (laughs) the the one person said cheater friends are they all cheaters is just the one person that you come back like oh my gosh every guy cheated except for me like it sounds like just one cheater but still it doesn't we know one cheater five cheaters i guess this one this one from michelle this might answer that question it says birds of a feather flock together they will all start cheating if they're hanging out with a cheater. <laughs> Bob's like, I did it last year. Who's up this year? <laughs> it's your turn to cheat, Tom. Tom, look what you got. <laughs> uh, is she justified in asking that he doesn't go? Or is she a total jerk for even suggesting that that's an issue? Well, it, it seems about 50-50 here on the text. Uh, uh, let's talk to Nick and see what he thinks. Hey, Nick, good morning. Good morning. What do you think? Oh, I think the wife has not been a jerk. I think she's justified for sure. And um, I'm sure the wife's opinion has changed on her husband if he's okay with hanging out with a cheater like that. Um, I mean, if that happened to me and my friend cheated on somebody, it would be hard for me not to say something to that person's wife because I want to put myself in their shoes and... You know, if I'm getting cheated on, I want to know for sure. So yeah, you you're protecting the relationship that you're in, and and you don't agree with what they do. Have you ever been friends with a cheater, and did you like continue to hang out with them? Um, there are some people, yeah, where they uh, friends, and they have gotten caught up in some things, and we did not remain close friends after that. They mm. were still in the circle, but 
I was not as tight with that person in the circle. Interesting. Um, one buddy, uh, yeah, cheated, but everyone knew too. Like the, the wives and everyone knew, and he was just in a bad spot, and it was just really bad things. But would you tell? Like, that's like, not my business. Yeah, that's not my business. I uh, if I was really close with that person, then it's my business. <laughs> but if I don't know the person, I yeah, I I'm not going to do anything in well, that situation. Let us know, Tom, how things pan out and uh, what you and Kelly decide, and how things go with Cheater Bob as well. That's a I, tough situation. I always think it's so funny. Well, there's a guy out there named Tom. He's got a buddy <laughs> named Bob. Bob. <laughs> Married to Kelly. Kelly, what? Wait yeah. a second. You didn't change our names? <laughs> Bob's like, Tom, what are you doing? Oh, man. That would be bad. They, they were all made up names. Yes. If they, any similarities were purely coincidental, so please don't get mad. Now, up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about Taylor Swift this morning. She reportedly has a new blank space. James Corden. Jordan announces one of his last carpool karaoke guests before he leaves the Late Late Show. And how about a staple food from your childhood reinvented for a more sophisticated palate? That is all coming up next in What's Trending. Ooh, hot phones, hot phones. Let's uh, go to this one. It's color 20. Um, Peggy? Hello? You're color 20! a pair of tickets to see Madonna. Have you ever seen her in concert before? You know, I have never seen her, and uh, that was my era way back then. <laughs> Same Z's. I loved her, um, and you're going to see her. I've never seen her. Have you, JC? I have not seen her. This is going to be huge. It's her celebration tour, and these are for January 18th, MGM Grand Garden Arena. So congratulations to you, Peggy, and we've got these tickets all week long at 940. And actually, Heather, she's got a pair for you coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure you're back tomorrow. We've got a lot going on. We've got a really fun Try It Tuesday in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll also have more tickets for Sam Hunt in the 8 o'clock hour, along with tickets for Katy Perry. We've got Madonna tickets. We've got a ton of stuff going on. We cannot wait to see you. J-Love is on the way next. But first, it is time for the line of the day. This morning, we talked about the mystery man from the racy COVID-19 gag memes. See where someone sent you a link to something and it was like five ways to become rich. And you click on it and then it's that one guy with the... (laughs) (laughs) I got got so much during the pandemic, too. It's a big dude sitting on the edge of his bed and his stuff is out. It's huge. It was big during the pandemic. Like, my buddies would send me something like, what is this? You click on it. It's like, ba-ding. It's like, oh, my gosh. It's like the, it's like Rick Rolled, but with a D. (laughs) It was uh, an interesting morning. Steph is looking at some questionable things. (laughs) By the way, if you want more on this man, Forbes has a whole write-up on the guy. Oh, really? Wow, fascinating. That'll do it for show number 1814 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 